Yeah, that sounds good enough. Well, I'm on Kickstarter right now. Stop playing. There we go. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Pokemon Podcast. I forgot the number of this episode. Uh, it's super effective. My name is SBJ, and with me today, I have Will. This is episode 15, question mark. I will look that up as you say hello. I'm supposed to say more than that? Um, I miss that you used to clap to start an episode, and you don't clap anymore. It's like... All the cheer has left the world uh, since Santa Claus <laughs> has completed his rounds. I've gotten good at uh, editing, so I don't need to clap. I just look for the long pause now. It's a little bit easier. Sometimes. 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 Somebody has a microwave going on in the background. That was my dryer. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, your laundry Not- is done. Um, my, that was my dryer. My washer is still washing. It will beep in about 15 minutes. Perfect. <laughs> uh, 155, that's what episode we are on uh, for the best Pokemon podcast in the world. Uh, behind Will, or maybe in front of Will, we have Micah. Hi, guys. Back again. <laughs> <laughs> I, was trying to find, I was trying to beat you to the punch on what number it was. I was not quick enough. Nope. Not not skilled like me. Uh, we have it's real disappointing. Uh, no Travis with us again, unfortunately. Travis is in Canada. He is in the great state of Canada. The great. White. Wait a minute. <laughs> the great state of Canada. It's uh, they don't allow recording in that in that area, so he could not be on this episode. They're very anti-technology. Yeah, no microphones allowed. Their phones are only allowed to text. Nothing more. Text and tweet. That's what we've learned from Canadians. Uh, but I'm sure as soon as uh, they let him through Border Patrol, he will be on the next episode. I am not making any promises, though. Uh, so, unfortunately, we are stuck with Micah. And hey, I'm real sorry to disappoint everybody. Uh, I'll do my best <laughs> to uh, make it as quick and painless as possible. You both, you both like Twin Peaks, so it's like it's almost like... That's true. Uh, Twin Peaks. That. Twin Peaks is, in fact, amazing. I'm out of the loop I uh, actually watched Twin Peaks when it was broadcast on broadcast television. <laughs> I saw you said that the other day, and I, I honestly felt really jealous because I wish that I could have experienced that in real time. Waiting a week for every episode? I feel like there would have been, I don't know, maybe. Was there like a big, I feel like there wasn't that big of a following for that show. Because it it was uh, cut short. No, there was a tremendous, huge following for that show, and uh, I wish I could travel back in time and grab the artifacts that I had from it, all the fan artifacts and things that I had, so I could share them with you children, but those are lost to the uh, worlds of history. See, but I feel like even if I had to wait a week between each episode, it would be amazing to experience the discussion between episodes. 
which I feel like is an important part of the journey. It's like but, when our shows come off, there's just so much discussion and hype building to the next podcast. Yeah, but keep in mind, and this will truly break your heart, Micah, uh, there was no internet when that show was first on, so the most discussion you would get... Oh, I mean be, person to person. Well, yeah, I mean the people you went to high school with, those idiots. Those idiots. Oh, man. <laughs> those dummies. <laughs> Talk about Twin Peaks with a football player. That's going to get you real far. <laughs> That'll get you laid. Um, I wish. <laughs> uh, it, <laughs> I am using a new microphone today, so if I sound different, uh, that is why I've uh, been using a Yeti Pro for the last 100 and some episodes. Uh, so now I am using a different mic. I will not reveal the brand of that mic because I'm not sure if I'm comfortable with it yet. So I don't want to give any false hope out there for people who are looking to get into podcasting. Uh, to piggyback off that, transitions, uh, I will be doing a po- a like an intro to podcasting uh, off podcast. That sounds weird. Uh, it'll just be one podcast of tips and tricks of how to podcast for people who want to podcast. Uh, I wrote up like a huge article, and then I realized that I'm the world's worst writer uh, yes. So instead of uh, publishing that article, I will just uh, record what I wrote down. I feel like that would work better. Uh, so if you're interested in podcasting, uh, that will be out sometime next year, early next year. I'm not going to make any promises of date because uh, as of right now, my office is not set up. And um, yeah, I got to work on that. I also have to work on playing Pokemon, but we'll get to that in a second. Uh, Kickstarter stuff. Uh, the shirts are almost finalized. I'm just waiting for the final draft from the manufacturer person, uh, my contact. So once they send me that draft, I look over the artwork one more time, even though it's, uh, even though it's artwork I provided, but I have to make sure the colors are correct. I will sign off on that and then we will order the shirts. And I believe that takes two to three weeks for the shirts to get to me. Uh, and then I will be placing an order for the buttons and stickers sometime after that. The, those are really quick. I usually get those in a week, so that's why there was no rush on that. Uh, and then that will all go out. And then as for if you are a sponsor, we have, I think, three or four sponsors. I will be getting in contact with you early uh, next month in January. It is This is our last show of 2014. Surprise, because we're recording this on December 29th. And if there was other uh, reward tiers that weren't... Oh, to be on the show, I think that was the other biggest one. I mean, if if you signed up for stickers, buttons, and shirts, those are all going out at the same time. Um, pillows, obviously, done. There's 10 pillows left, and those will go to the 10 backers uh, who picked the pillows. But if you want to be on the show, again, uh, it will be early contact, or it will be probably late January before I contact you to be on the show. I believe there are 18 of you. Um, so if you did pledge to be on the show, don't worry. I haven't forgotten about you. We'll have to work out schedules of how that will work. Uh, the, the real game plan for 2015 is to do three episodes a month guaranteed, hopefully for that fourth. But, uh, since we all have rotating schedules, that's why, uh, the last month has been very hard because I went to record sometime last week, but Travis was in Canada and the week before that I was, that was my last week of work before my vacation. So that was a very busy work week. So, uh, this has not been a good month, but uh, we're we're trying to guarantee three shows a month for 2015. Yeah, shooting for four. Uh, if not, well, we'll just do that fourth one on his own. How to pick up dudes, with Will Anderson? Somebody's got to teach me first. <laughs> <laughs> How to pick up Pokey Bros? Uh, Pokemon. That's what you guys came here for. 
don't know if I missed anything, uh, but I guess we'll just dive right into some Pokemon news. Uh, this is kind of more of a throwback to a reg- regular show. We're not going to be we're going to be talking a little bit about auras, but uh, uh, we're just going to run down some Pokemon news because there was a lot that happened in the last two months, and we're just going to talk about that, and that'll probably be the majority of the show. Uh, let's start with the Pokemon World Championships, guys. That is taking place on Friday, August 21st through Sunday, August 23rd. Surprisingly, those dates line up. At the John B. Hines Veterans Memorial Convention Center in Boston, Massachusetts. Massachusetts? Yeah, I thought that was a good twist, right? Mm. Mm. Is that not what the cool kids are calling it? I have no idea what they call it. Makalaki, for all I know. Ooh, I like that. Makalaki. I like the name John B. Hines. John. (laughs) (laughs) That's really good, too. (laughs) John B. Hines. You'd think that they would name their convention center after some great patriot like Sam Adams or something, but no, they named it after the inventor of, like, toilet paper. They could have named it after, like, Captain Crunch or something. Is it it Heinz? Like, Heinz? It's H-Y-N-E-S. Okay. So I could be... It's probably, like, Hennis or something. Oh, yeah, I could be saying it wrong. But John B. Heinz is is real good. (laughs) It's real good. Uh, (laughs) If you are... If you are part of the Pokemon TCG crowd, first off, I feel very bad for you. Bad for you. Uh, secondly, uh, oh, as always, it is invitation invitation only, uh, meaning that you need to have an invite from the Pokemon uh, organized play to compete. Uh, last year, you needed 400 championship points in the Master nope. Division. Oh, you needed 500. 500. Dang. Uh, this year, you only need 300, which I believe. That's how it was prior to last year. Last year was like the crazy change. Yeah. So, but they, but they, I mean, to clarify, they did remove the grinder, right? Yeah, but they added more. Didn't they add more cities? I thought it was like the. Well, <sighs> first, it confirmed that they did remove the grinder, which I'm, I'm pretty certain they did. But I could be just spewing complete misinformation now. I thought they did too. But so, I'm, I'm really out of the loop with the, with the T- TCG stuff. Oh, I know. What a wonderful way to live. Um, but that game's stressful, man. That game is super stressful. I just want to clarify, I'm being silent on purpose because I have n- no clue what's happening right now. <laughs> you're, you're just Travis right now. So I'm, I'm way sense. out of the loop on anything. You, you can play that Travis role. Let me, um, well, let's break it down for Micah uh, because if, if you're, a, you're a Pokemon fanatic, that's why you're on the show, but... You don't understand how the TCG works, so that would make me assume that some of our listeners don't know how the TCG work. Uh, so championship points are points you get at the end of a tournament. So, for example, you would go to there's uh, city stir- city tournaments, state tournaments, uh, and then regional tournaments. And uh, regional tournaments, of course, have more points, but also more people. State tournament, well, we'll, we'll say regional tournaments usually pour out 300 to 400 people. Yeah. And I think you get 120 points for winning, being number one. Uh, 150. 150, for, there you for go. For regionals, yeah. Uh, and I think there are four regionals in a year. Well, so there's... similar to... They're the, done quarterly, yeah, but there's like, yeah. there's like 12 overall, right? Yeah, there's, there's, there's three t- each quarter. Yeah, there's 12 overall, but if you're going to all 12, you either have serious dough to travel or 
you just live in a really good area, which I, California maybe you can hit more up. California uh, is as big as Italy. <laughs> yeah, but I think they have like uh, two in California and the one in Utah, which is pretty close. I don't know. I would say that's pretty close. Okay, uh, so state tournaments are probably about uh, 150 people, and I think if you win that, it's 100 points. Yeah. And then city tournaments are uh, about uh, 60 to 80 people, and I think winning that is 50 points. Uh, Or less. Or less. And then there's, like, local tournaments that usually happen weekly uh, per set. So I would say, like, uh, like, four in a month weekly. And winning that, I think, gets you 12 points. That always depends on how many people actually show up. So, yeah. So if there's only, like, 20 people, it's only going to be top four. But if there's, like, 32 people, then it's going to give top eight points. If you're serious about competitive, you can't just go to your state and your city and a regionals. That's not going to get you enough points. You have to go to, like, two regionals and multiple cities and multiple states, and you have to win. And if you do that, you get 300 championship points, and then you get an invite that you will be participating at the world tournament. Um, and I think most people that get an invite, or the top people who get invites also get like free flight and hotel, but the we already said it's going to be in Boston. So this is totally different than the video game. The video game, you just show up and you play. Yeah. and I, I don't think they've changed anything with that. Nope. And TCG events now have a paywall, so you have to pay between five to twenty dollars to participate uh, in a TCG event. Uh, you have to win to get championship points. If you come in like less than top eight, you don't get anything, unless there's like a turnout of three hundred people. And even so, you're still not getting enough points unless you're consistently winning. Um, and last year, the problem was they raised it to so many championship points that not a lot of people got invites, even if they were winning a lot of tournaments. Well, yeah, because even if you won three regionals last year, you still wouldn't have an invite to Worlds. Mm-hmm. So you had to like win three regionals and a cities, which or a state yeah, that was just just too much. Yeah, it, it's it like you know because I could afford to travel to like two regionals. You know, like the Massachusetts one and the Virginia one I could manage, but more than that, mm-mm. It's yeah. too much time, too much money. Too much, yeah. Too much. Not only are you buying cards, but you're paying for gas, you're paying for hotels, Oof. you're paying for f- food to eat out. It's it's such an expensive game. It's fun. The people kind of suck. Well, not all of them. Not all I of mean, them. There's good people and there's crappy people, but it's like I've when got, you yeah. throw in the dollar requirement, that's what makes it really bad. Right, because, yeah, people, they came there to win. So 300 championship points. Uh, there is what's called last chance qualifier at Worlds. So what that means is uh, you can show up to Worlds. You have to have at least a certain amount of play points, which are different than championship play championship points. Play points are uh, just showing up to, like, a league or just playing in city or regional events. You get play points. Uh, I think there's a 20-play point limit. On uh, actually participating at the last chance qualifier, and that is just it's it's just you play for the day, and the whoever is top, I believe eight, get into worlds the next day. So it ignores all the championship points. It actually might be top four. I could be getting a lot of things wrong. Like I said, they've changed a lot of the rules recently. But this is uh, so for. For the travel awards, it's going to be the top 16 players from the U.S. and Canada will get free travel and uh, hotels for Worlds. Top 22 players from Europe, 
top eight players from Latin America, and then top eight players from uh, the Asia area. So Japan, China, Korea. Um, yeah, and that is uh, that. Is that. Uh, more importantly, the prizes. Uh, so the top 32 finishers in each age division, uh, masters, seniors, juniors, first prize is going to be uh, a $25,000 scholarship. Second prize is going to be a $15,000 scholarship. Third and fourth is $75,000. Fifth and eighth, $5,000. Ninth through 16th, $25,000. And 17th through 32nd, $15,000. And then first through fourth place will also receive the Pokemon World Championship Trophy. They will have uh, championship points equal to the qualification level for the 2016 World Championship. So if you come in top four, you're already going to Worlds next year. Uh, top four will also get a travel award for the uh, winner. And if you are under 17, I believe you also get a travel award for your parent or, or a legal guardian. Uh, you also get two boxes of the most recent current Pokemon TCG expansion. And you will get a factory sealed full set of the four most recent expansions. 5th through 32nd will also get two boxes of the Pokemon TCG, and they will get a specific amount of championship points, but probably not enough to get into Worlds, but enough so that they don't have to play as much as everyone else. Whew, a lot of information. And this is only for TCG. If you're a video game, you just show up and play. Uh, I think you have to have one play point. Do you? I mean, yeah, well, you needed one play point to get into the last chance qualifier this year, so I, I don't uh, think they're going to change that. Huh. Which basically means... You do one online competition, or you just go to one local uh, pl- play play yeah, uh, Pokemon. But then, then you have to like leave your house and see people, and That's nobody true. likes to do that. That's true. That's true. It's in Boston now. I've never been to Boston. I hear you know a- what? You're not missing anything. I hear it's an okay city. Okay is probably the best description you could give it. <laughs> it's the okayest city. The okayest. The most okay. No. I mean, Indianapolis is pretty okay. It is pretty okay. I mean, down. I like. I love downtown Indiana, but I could never live in Indiana. Downtown Indiana. Downtown Indianapolis. Downtown <laughs> Indiana. <laughs> uh, those are, to be fair, though, to back up, we spent a lot of time on this. Uh, those are some pretty sweet prizes, though. Yeah, they're <laughs> giving away the farm. Man, you, you win nationals, you win worlds. You don't have to have a job that year. Oh, wait, except <laughs> it's, it's a scholarship. scholarship. It's scholarship. See, yeah. what, when I am a parent, I'm going to push my kid into TCG really hard so they can pay their own way to college. Uh, not enough money. I mean, if they Unless keep winning. They're going to. Because juniors, juniors is, there's some pretty, pretty bad players. You see those little kids playing? They're no, they're no, they're no good. Pokemon TCG is the next child pageants. I mean, some of those kids. You heard it here. Well, here's the here's the First. thing. So, I've 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 watched a lot of worlds in the past because I've been to worlds or even nationals, and you you get this like weird thing where the the masters who is usually like in the in their twenties they're they're super excited to win, right? Uh, they're really awesome. And then you get the juniors, which are the youngest, and they're like excited to win, right? But they're super shy, like because they have all these people staring at them. Yeah. And then you get the seniors, who like obviously like graduated from juniors, or they're playing because they like Pokemon, but at the same time they just hate their life. 
they're in like that middle school rut where like it's not cool to play Pokemon and they're good at it, but they're like not ever excited to win. I've never seen a senior like jump up and like they're never as excited as masters to ever. And whatever, win. it's always cool to play Pokemon. It is always cool to play Pokemon. Regardless of your age. But those seniors hate their lives. Middle school kids who are listening, them. play that Pokemon. Just I don't think middle school kids listen to podcasts. That is like <laughs> I could be wrong though. Man, I know five-year-olds with iPods, so... Yeah, I mean, but they're listening to, like, Katy Perry and... I listen to Katy Perry. Yeah, so do I, but they're not listening to podcasts. Is Katy this... Perry is something you can listen to at any age. Is Middle this... school kids, if you're listening to Katy Perry, keep doing it. Is this podcast available on Yik Yak? Because that's where the kids are these That is days, where the kids the are. The Yik Yak. I don't even know what that is. I feel old. See? <laughs> I'm older than you. you. You're just out of it, man. You don't want to know that. <laughs> but you do want to know that there are fully evolved Unova starter Pokemon with hidden abilities. Yes. The, the most hidden abilities. Uh, so, most hidden. Uh, there is... Uh, each of these Pokemon will be available using a serial code on Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Codes will be usable from January to the end of November. Is that the kind of code you get from Captain Crunch? I believe so, yes. Uh, serial code? Superior. Superior. Lake Superior will have the uh, hidden ability of con- Contrary... Uh, it will also know Leaf Storm, Hold Back, Ring Out, and Giga Drain. Uh, that code will be broadcast on Pokemon Get TV. I I, I think this is all only for Japan, but yeah. I'm sure that I'm sure it'll come our way too, because we've been getting everything nowadays. Embor uh, will be at level 50 with the hidden ability Reckless, and will know Flare Blitz, Hold Back, Head Smash, and Takedown. And Samurott will be level 50, the hidden ability Shell Armor, uh, which I think it had in the TCG. I think that was one of its abilities. Uh, it will know the moves Razor Shell, Hold Back, Confine, and Hydro Pump. And I mean, I like a Reckless uh, Embor. I've always recommended it. <laughs> Down uh, for that. Shell Armor prevents critical hits. Uh, I think uh, Reckless increases recoil. Well, it increases the power of moves which cause recoil, and Embor actually... Uh, flare Blitz it's, is one. It's flare Blitz. It, it gets, um, through level up, it gets a lot of moves that, uh, that cause recoil, like um, Flare Blitz, uh, Double Edge. Is there one that is a fighting-type move? Uh, isn't it like... Mock punch? I don't know. Submission? No. No, not Embor. I don't know moves. Travis is our move guy. Embor is pretty sweet. I know, we're like struggling here. Where's Travis? Travis, come back from Canada. Uh, moves Speaking I of use. struggling. Sand attack. Protect. Head smash. Struggle is the exception to Reckless. Yes, yeah, you can't. I mean, if you're using struggle in a competitive battle, you're probably doing things wrong. <laughs> also, if you're, crash? If, if you Yeah, I think he crashed. I don't know. Uh, Charizard in Smash Brothers has Flare Blitz, and it does cause recoil damage. Fun fact for Smash Brothers fans. Crickets. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> contrary, if you care about Lake Superior, is the ability that causes all effects that would lower stats to increase instead. All yeah, that's pretty good. Would increase, uh, then also decrease, so it's opposite. Uh, so I think. Like Curse and Leaf Storm that are really good because they normally decrease. 
Well, curse decreases some and increases others, so that's not that good. Um, but it does make it so that if somebody tries to use uh, swagger on you, that it kind of makes the swagger actually less. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Because yeah. uh, I you... think Superior has a higher special attack. So, so Leaf Storm deals damage and lowers the user's special attack by two stages. So this would actually increase their special attack by two stages. Yup. Which is, I think, really... I don't know much about competitive Pokemon battling, but I know that sounds pretty good. Yeah, Superior is actually balanced between attack and special attack, so... But what does it... Is the majority of its uh, moves are special, 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 special. So mostly has special... Leaf Storm is definitely a special. Uh, Yep. And then when it's uh, Mega Superior and gets Dragon Typing and can learn Draco Meteor, um, that'll be awesome, too. Oh, that is really cool. Right? But it would, it would lose that ability, so you'd have to Leaf Storm before you Mega Evolve. Why would it lose that ability? Because doesn't Mega Superior have a different ability? It doesn't exist. Well, I'm saying when it does. It doesn't have to. Mm, maybe. Not, not uh, all Megas lose their base ability. I thought there was only two that kept them the same. Well, now there's three. Mega Superior. <laughs> Add that to your gravy train. <laughs> Captain Christmas. Captain Christmas. Uh, I want to meet that guy. Guy, he's probably pretty awesome. If you like Christmas music, then you probably like other music, which means that the Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire soundtrack are now available in iTunes. What a segue. What a segue. (laughs) If you want 160 songs to clog your iTunes, this is the $9.99 available deal for you. U.S. price only. Uh, I do really like that they're they're doing that, that they're continuing to release all the soundtrack stuff on iTunes. Yeah, I do too. I like any any when you like a game so much that you want to buy the soundtrack, you know the game has done something right. Now, Auras is not that case. But there are other games in my life that fit that niche. Niche. Nietzsche. Nietzsche. Uh, that's all we got. I, I mean, I've bought every soundtrack up to this point. I will probably buy this one. Nah, there's only so much of this like classical type music that I can listen to. So, I mean, I'm not saying I listen to it. I just say I buy it. No. <laughs> Money's there no good go. in the bank. Yeah, money is no good in the bank. <sighs> you know this well. What about I do the actually stock like market? A lot of the music. <laughs> Especially when they get into like the the more updated mixes of older tracks, I like, I like a lot of the music from Black and White, uh, but the music from all the other games is terrible. Mm, I want to say I like X and Y a lot, and I like Gold and Silver a lot. I mean, I feel like it's very cliche to say you like Red and Blue. I feel like Gold and Silver is probably my top yeah. soundtrack. Yeah. I got I got some gold and silver to talk about a little bit later. Uh, Pokemon's official website announced that the Pokemon TV app that has been available for iOS and Android is now available on Amazon Fire TV. Yes. There you go. Said someone who Said owns someone. an Amazon Fire TV. <laughs> someone uh, somewhere. 
Well, I'll tell you, my mom has an Apple TV now, and there was no Pokemon TV on that. There's no, yeah, there's none on the the Pokemon TV. I wonder if this means Amazon Fire TV Stick. I have one of those because they were twenty bucks on Amazon. That's what they would mean. I mean, no, Fire TV is different than Fire TV Stick. How is it different? I don't. Well, there's (laughs) because one's forty dollars, one's a hundred. Are you sure? Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. I have a Fire TV Stick because they offered Prime members. The Fire TV stuck for 20 bucks for two days only. And I bought it, and I plugged it into my TV upstairs, and I haven't used it. I've had it for like a month. So maybe I should check if Pokemon TV is available on it. I could, yeah. I could answer my own question. Well, then I don't know what Amazon Fire TV is. Fire TV is like the, the, the square. It looks like the Apple TV. And the Fire TV stick looks like the Chromecast. They're just covering all the markets, aren't they? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, that's Amazon for you. I mean, if you got one, watch your Pokemons. So I have I've been out of the anime game for a long time, and I've still kind of had some yeah, but you, interest. You, you met Trent. Is that his name? I did. I could tell you're from the Boonies the second I saw you. <laughs> what a guy! Is Pokemon the Pokemon TV app? Is it like is it similar to Crackle? In yes. that, like, there's ten episodes, and then they, after like a month or whatever, they refresh it. Uh, yep, uh, okay. there's ten episodes per season. Well, per region, I should say. So there's ten episodes for the Kanto region, ten for Johto. Um, they do a really good. I, I want to say they rotate it more than a month. I don't know if you know that will, but they do a really good job at like making the episodes relatable to, like, the season. So, like, right now, or I should say last week, they were all, like, Christmas-based episodes. Oh, yeah, it's more frequent than a month, but maybe, like, every two weeks, one or two weeks. Yeah. Uh, But it's, like, I mean, if you you use it or you have kids that are in the anime, it's, like, 50 episodes every one to two weeks. Uh, And it's free, right? It's totally free, yeah. I don't even think there's ads. Man, I would pay, like... A subscription fee. Don't to, let them know that. I mean, if, they, if they <laughs> they're giving like it Netflix. away for free, you're like, oh my! They, like, wait, 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 there's wait, wait, this wait. dude like driving down the street. He's like, here's some free ice cream. Enjoy this ice cream. And you're like, I would pay five dollars for that. And the next day he comes by, and he's like, five dollars for ice cream. <laughs> and you're like, I'm, I'll pay for is, it. Sorry, Johnny, you can't have any now. The, Could have had some yesterday. I see what Mike is saying. What I'm saying is, if it were like a Netflix service where they offered. Every season and every episode streaming. The, yeah, the problem I would pay is like a but you know, Netflix five bucks doesn't or offer month, every yeah. season and every episode. Right, they that's what I'm saying. They offer saying, like two seasons uh, worth. Yeah. The problem with Pokemon TV is you cannot watch episodes in order. Uh, See, because, that's what I don't like. About right, it. and so it's very. I mean, for kids, I'm sure it doesn't matter at all. But obviously, for sophisticated adults that want to get their Pokemon on, they need to follow a storyline. How mediocre that storyline is. It's very jumbled when Pokemon just dishes 50 random episodes to you whenever they want. Like, I would sit down. I'd pay, like, the five bucks a month or whatever to sit down and power through the series in think, sequential order. But I think you would give up. I don't, I don't think really you want to do sit it. down. And, you don't think so? I think that you would burn out after, like, a dozen episodes. You would be like, oh, this is really rough. It's- oh, oh, no. I watched the entire um, first two seasons of Black and White, like, back to back. Mm, black to and back. White is so different than, like, 
The very the very first like twenty seasons. Ugh. Like, have you tried to watch anything from the Hoenn region? It's really hard. I don't think I've ever I mean, seen a single through, episode from the Hoenn region ever. It's really rough. If I could sit through the like two hundred whatever episodes of Indigo League and Orange Islands, where it was every episode was Team Rocket doing the same nonsense stunt, like I feel like I could sit through more of that. Yeah, that's every episode and, it's ever been. But black and white wasn't like black and white referenced Team Rocket, but there were episodes where they didn't get involved with Ash, and those were actually like the better episodes. Are they still a thing in the current? Yes. Yes. Series? Yeah. I think Jesse has been the same voice actress. James is different though. Has it evolved past the like evolved get it Pokemon? <laughs> has it evolved past the like we're Someone Team Rocket in a Micah from this program. <laughs> <laughs> Bad jokes. Uh has it gone past the Team Rocket like we're in disguises and nobody can tell who we are? No, now. they no, just had a, a whole sequence it. where like Ash went to summer camp, the, the the junior Pokemon training camp, and Jesse and James and Meowth were pretending to be cooks at the camp to like sabotage the kids. And then they were like, we enjoy being cooks so much, we're not even going to try to steal their Pokemon now. Like there's only one talking Meowth, right? <laughs> The, well, he was dressed up like a little lady. Oh, my God. But, I mean, <laughs> I can't. Duh. The, like, the, the most frustrating part about Team Rocket in the Unova League is, okay, so it's great that, they don't, that they're doing their own thing and they leave Ash alone for some of the episodes. But the problem with that is when they do interfere with Ash, Ash has to, like, let everyone in Unova know that, oh, those, that, that's Team Rocket. They're the bad guys every single time. <laughs> that line is said. And oh, yes, Ash, we know. I'm sure everyone else knows because you've told the entire world. If you had a live journal, everyone would be a reading it. <laughs> Steve, the problem, the real problem is you're paying too much attention. I Stop am. listening to the words that he says and just enjoy the pretty colors and movements on the tele- your television screen. I mean, the Pokemon battles are fine. Like they're they're very hit and miss. Like how Ash's Pikachu lost to Snivy at the beginning of Unova. That was his electrical powers were uh, taken away by Zekrom. But his Pikachu has to be like level three hundred and twenty. Who cares? A three hundred and twenty level <laughs> Pikachu that can only do Iron Tail is not going to beat a Snivy. I uh, I know. Uh, I do. I do like Woozy. I do like in Unova that they like they they reference abilities and they talk about what moves do. Like that's really great. You don't get that early on in like season one and two and seven and eight and I, I'm pretty sure they're on like season twenty seven. I feel like there was definitely a char- like a specific charm to the earlier seasons, at least what I watched, where it was like the battles were just complete nonsense and had nothing to do with the games or like how, what battle structure is in the games really, where it's like, quick, Geodude, do six moves before the opponent can react. Like, hey, you didn't know, don't know what that Geodude's IVs were. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been trained in speed EVs. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, like Pokemon Origins, Pokemon Organs, uh, I think, does did the anime the best. And even so, it still wasn't matched 
a T to the game, and it doesn't have to match a T to the game. It's just right when you're I when you're in the cycle of like Pokemon's been on for a decade now, and it's still like okay, Ash is gonna see Team Rocket. They're gonna try to steal his Pokemon. Ash is gonna see thirty different Pokemon in an episode that he's never caught, and he's still not gonna try to catch them. I was so excited when they were doing the lead up to Origins because I legitimately thought, and I was fooled, that they were going to reboot the entire series to be what Origins was. Why in that they same do that? style? I I don't it, to mature it. I guess I don't know. No, it, because it, you know what's amazing? So My seven year old nephew loves to freaking watch Pokemon, and you know why he loves to freaking watch Pokemon? Because it's the same crap that. Seven-year-old Micah wanted to watch. Well, I don't know how old you were in 1998 or whatever the frick. But you but, don't think you don't think you that he would enjoy uh, an anime in the style like the same style as Origins. Just no, as he, he would he would not be allowed to watch it. So my, my so, brother's very strict about that. So, so I would compare <laughs> Origins to more of like the Dragon Ball Z crowd and the Naruto crowd, and like that style of anime and show is totally different than like Saturday morning cartoons. And like everyone's going to be like, yeah, but Dragon Ball Z was on before Pokemon in the morning. And that was like, you're absolutely right. But that was before Pokemon was mainstream. And once they moved Pokemon into like that 4 PM slot after school, and then once they moved it onto Saturday mornings, it has like fallen into that, like same old thing, repeat every week kind of crowd. And it works for kids. But if like if that seven year old was actually like a twelve year old, then I feel like Origins would fit that niche better. But when you put it in the perspective of like Saturday morning cartoons, that definitely makes sense. But I just I want Origins so bad. Like I want that to be. You're never gonna get it. You want to customize your trainer? Gone. You're not having that anymore. (laughs) You know, Micah, you're an artist. Uh, Make your own Pokemons. You know what? I will, and I'll post them on forums. And we'll make a fan game out of it. Oh, stop. Stop. <laughs> I rescind my statement. <sighs> I mean, clear- I'll make all my avatars. So clearly, what whoever makes the Pokemon animated series, they have signed a long contract with Pokemon. And they're going to keep on pumping out the same stuff because it's it works. I mean, all the anime does is sell games and sell cards and sell plushes. Sells all kinds of stuff. Oh, definitely. It's just like the best advertising tool Pokemon has ever come up with. Yeah, I would be interested to see like numbers in Japan for like how well Origins did versus how well the series does there currently. Well, Micah, then you're going to cry because here's the sad facts of life. Pokemon is tanking in Japan because Yokai Watch is the big game now. I don't even know. What I don't know is. what that is either. <laughs> well, anybody Let who knows push. anything knows that McDonald's published a Yokai Watch calendar for their holiday calendar and not a Pokemon calendar as they have done for like the past two billion years. So everybody knows that Pokemon is over and Yokai Watch is taking over. And is you know what? Watches? Is it like. No, it's like there's just like you have a ghost and your watch captures ghosts or something and then you use your ghost to battle other ghosts and they have one ghost that looks like an Uncle Sam eagle. Didn't you These are creatures right now and I'm actually pretty excited about this. And it's made by level five. Let's start a Yokai Watch podcast right now. Two thousand (laughs) fifteen. It's over. Where we are gonna be taken over by Yokai Watch. Turn it off, trash is recording and let's start over. 
Done. Let's talk about Yokai Watch. Nothing. I mean, I had I had Whaler at EX to talk about, but this is way better. I've never heard of this before. I, how, and how, I love level five stuff. How could you have nah, never heard of Yokai miss. Watch? I don't know. It is literally taking over for. I mean, is there <sighs> any kind of? Uh, is there like a? Has it made it to America at all? It will be soon. I think the cartoon, but not the game. Oh, that's heartbreaking. Well, if you watch the cartoon enough, then they'll bring the game over. All right, that's fair. That is fair. Is it on Saturday morning before and or after Dragon Ball Z? Dragon Ball Z is not on anymore. Here, are you ready? <laughs> Let me just read this for our listeners who might want some information and education from this program, however mistaken they may be. Uh, Yokai Watch is a role-playing. This is I'm reading this from Wikipedia. Yokai <laughs> Watch is a role-playing video game where the player searches around Sakura Newtown for yokai using the 3DS touchscreen. Players befriend yokai by giving them a food that they like before beginning battle, and after defeating the yokai, it approaches the player character and gives them its yokai medal, allowing it to be summoned at will. Yokai can also be acquired through an in-game gasha machine by collecting in-game coins or using play coins. So it's basically just like a different like a slot version machine. of Pokemon. Sounds no, like right. a it sounds road. like Pokemon. Except- I, I would be concerned that if they localized it, that it would do really really poorly here because for some reason anything I mean, that's close to pokemon it's just not no 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 in no, america no yep nope 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 Yu-Gi-Oh was definitely close to pokemon i don't know if that, that was close that enough, did not though. tank it's what so about did, uh dragon dude what is that game digimon monster ranger no, no dragon with with the goose dragon ball z no <laughs> double dragon with, with the little things that look like drops power rangers no. Uh, I just remember like I don't remember Monster Hunter specific ones, but there were a handful Dragon of games Quest? That came Dragon out. Quest? That oh yeah, Dragon cartoon. Quest. That wasn't that's not really Pokemon though. That's just like a that's like a straight up turn based RPG. Don't like, you fight and collect monsters? The uh, gooey no, no, no. things. It's, it's it's more like Final Fantasy. You yeah. fight a lot of I would say that, things. I would say that uh the closest thing that we got that was like a like similar to Dragon Quest was um Oh boy! Final Fantasy. No, that game that came out for the PS3 that was. Oh, uh, it's on blank, and it was really good. Viva Pinata. Uh, <laughs> Nino Kuni. Yeah. Nino Kuni was was very similar in that you could, like collected. I don't remember what they're like spirits or something, and uh, you used them to battle for you, but you could also battle with them. Mm-hmm. It was very good. Bad timing, though. But, like, I, I don't know, like, Invisimals and stuff like that, like, just it. That things that were awful. I don't really, know that really is. close to Pokemon just always didn't do very well. Because everybody kind of looked at it and was like, oh, it looks like a knockoff Pokemon. I'm not playing that garbage. I'm just going to play Pokemon. I would be concerned that the same thing would happen here. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like there's this. a lot of things that when I was a kid knocked off Pokemon, but, like, when I got older, I realized how different they were. Like, Digimon is very different than Pokemon. And Yu-Gi-Oh! is very different than Pokemon. But at first glance, it seems different enough. Yeah. I agree. That's all I got on that, though. I don't even know what we were talking about. Oh, the the yokai TV, watch, the, we were man. talking about the, 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 the TV show. <laughs> the fire stick. <laughs> we got all the way here. Oh. Uh, Primal Clash. That's what you guys wanted to hear about. Uh, 
Uh, how long have we been talking? Uh, well, let's, let's take a break, actually. Well, we're gonna take a break. Uh, we got a little more TCG stuff, just some new cards to run through, and, uh, we got some other stuff to talk about. Uh, but yeah, we will be right back. I don't need that. We're back. Ghost Grandmas. I'm not sold on this yokai watch. This is what we spent the break doing. You will be. They got a lot of cool cats, and I dig cats. I dig me some Esper and Meowstic. Both probably top 20 favorite Pokemon. Do they have a collectible card game wherein I could spend money to collect cards? I hear you only need 100 championship points to get to the world tournament. Speaking of cards, uh, the next set, I believe the next set, again, I'm not I'm not uh, too diverse here on the TCG, but the next set here is Primal Clash. Got some new English scans. Uh, looks like we have uh, Camerupt EX, Sharpedo EX, and Gardevoir EX were leaked, uh, and then before we've seen Waylord EX, Trevident EX, Mega Agron EX, um, and uh, Wishcash as well. And uh, let's see, Primal Clash will be available in the United States on February 4th. Uh, that's all we got for that. Uh, there are going to be Double Crisis Aqua vs. Magma box sets coming out in uh, spring of 2015. As uh, along with Latios and Latias trainer kits, uh, if you were to get into the card game, trainer kit's still the way to go. I think I think so. If you're getting into the card game, buy a trainer kit. Yeah, yeah, that's usually the way to go. Uh, other than that, uh, Pokemon Center in Tokyo has some cool things. It looks like they have a whole bunch of new sleeves and a bunch of new deck boxes. And so this this is what you need to do. Also, Amazon has their own Pokemon store in Japan, which is really awesome. So if you are going to be a TCG player, you need to import these cool sleeves and or deck boxes. So when you get to the table, you have something they don't. And that's intimidating. The game starts. Also flick your cards. The game starts before you sit down. That's the thing. That's the thing. Also, also don't. Yeah, (laughs) flick your cards. Also, like, don't buy sleeves that match your deck because that gives away your whole like surprise element did you see the the sleeves that are there yeah the deck boxes yeah pretty sweet the uh pikachu in the charizard outfit is the greatest thing in the world i don't even like Uh, charizard but pikachu in the charizard outfit very i believe people call that the pikazard now if pikachu could evolve into charizard now i'd be, be talking actually i wouldn't like that Mega Peak Illusions. Uh, that's, 
that's pretty much it for news. There's a lot of card stuff coming out. Uh, I believe uh, you can get your Beldome still in uh, in Auras. Is that still a thing? You can still download that? Yeah, I think you still can. I got to do that. I got my Eon Pass, though. I don't know where to take it, but I got it. Eon Ticket. Eon Ticket, sorry. You take it to Norman. Who's Norman? Oh, that's your dad. That's my... <laughs> How does this game work? Who is Norman? Tell me where he is. Did I meet this guy? I know who Wally oh. is. I'm really good at stomping Wally into the ground. Oh my god, my my nephew was like, yeah, when he was when he first started playing uh, Alpha Sapphire, he's like, yeah, I went to talk to the dad, and he's the leader of the fighting type gym, and I was like, Owen, because that's my nephew's name. I said. Do you really think with a name like Norman, he's a fighting type? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he normal? Oh. Yes. Norman <laughs> normal Norman. How many zigzagoods do I have to pay to get into his gym? All the zigzagoods. How many do I have to sacrifice to the door? Um, yeah, let's give a let's give a quick update on auras here. Uh it has been, what, like three weeks since we recorded a podcast? Honestly. I don't know. I don't listen to the show unless yeah, I'm on. Neither do I. It's a bad show. Uh, three weeks, I think, and I have not touched Pokemon since, uh, unfortunately. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, I was going to record before uh, we finished finished episode three of our ORs, Micah and I. And I was going to, I was going to be in Minnesota visiting family. And I was like, well, there ain't going to be nothing to do there, so I'm going to play some Pokemon. And I charged my DS, and I didn't bring a charger because I the DS should last two days, right? Nope. Especially in standby. Uh, got to Minnesota, and my DS was dead. And I was like, I don't understand. It was fully charged. I was in the car for five hours. I don't. I think my battery's bad in it. Could be time for a new battery. Uh, street passing those Eon passes. I was just, just street oh, passing every car on the way to Minnesota. That, Which, by the way, for some reason or another... We pass each other every day, and I have not received an Eon ticket yet. Well, my DS has been dead for like the last two weeks. All right, fair enough. But anyway, it was charged that Friday when I already had the Eon ticket for like a week. Yeah, and I don't know what's going on. It was sitting on the charger. It was on. So here's the question: Do you ever turn on the Buzznav? Buzznav. Yeah, that's usually what I have on because I think it's the most interesting to look at. Unless I'm collecting Pokemon, then I switch to the Dexnav. Do you actually look at the Buzznav? Yeah, I do. I think it's really yeah, interesting. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> okay, because, yeah, when the little red mailbox shows up, you have to click on the little red mailbox to, like, unlock what you've received. I did, yeah, passes. yeah. And then it said, you have an Eon ticket. And I yeah, said, but Great, I'm talking have- to Micah, oh, dude, yeah, no, who hasn't gotten the Eon ticket. Cause I, did, I didn't the, get it. Misses these I was small- real excited. I ran home that that day that I knew for sure that you had it. I literally, I didn't take my car, I ran. <laughs> and I ran into the house and I threw my book bag on the floor and jumped on my bed. And I checked my DS. None of that happened. I checked my <laughs> DS and I had no Eon ticket. And it was very disappointing. Yeah. I had no uh, notifications. No. Well, no remind, remind me tomorrow because my DS is in my bag and I'll throw my DS back on the charger. But it right. was it was on and charging on Friday because I never turn it off. The only way my DS turns off is when the battery completely dies. Are you guys working this week? Uh, yeah, yes. we work today, tomorrow, and Wednesday, and then we're off. Sucks to be you. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's not too bad. Yeah, I don't know why you didn't get the end ticket, but uh, for our listeners, uh, Will, why don't you give your 
impressions on Oars. Now, you played Oars when it came out, right? I started playing it when it came out, yes. Oh, like the original game I'm talking about. Uh, no, I played Emerald, but that was like two years ago. Oh, okay, so you skipped it all together. Uh, pretty much, yeah. I was in a different time in my life at that point in time. <laughs> um, Weren't we all? And that's, uh, that's probably my biggest problem with it, in that you know I just finished Emerald literally in 2012, and most of the dialogue is exactly the same for as far as I've gotten so far. So it's like just playing the same game over again. Yeah. With with little variation. Um, one thing that I, I don't I never got to criticize you guys about the uh, your whole complaint about the is it the Dexnav is the one that beeps when it has the special Pokemon that are nearby. Yeah, yeah. And you're yeah. like, oh, I wish I could press B to do the slow walking. Yeah. Instead of the whatever the um the reason that they did that was to make it hard. To catch the special Pokemon, but it's the, not. The, no, it no, I understood that. The problem it's that I so had with this, my hand keeps slipping, and I run, and they're oh. like, "You were spotted," and it went away. <laughs> like just like in real life, your hand slips and you trip. <laughs> <laughs> happens to me all the time, man. I understood that that portion of it, and I I like it. I like the the sneaking. I just wish that there was like something similar to. The rollerblades in X and Y, where you could kind of just like quick move through everything. Cause well, it's not even it's not even the rollerblades for me. It's the fact that I have to hold B down. Right, right. That's what bothers me the most. So well, and it, because in X and Y, when I like why play blades, with one hand. Why do you have to run everywhere? Casually stroll no, and I'm enjoy a, the journey. No. Especially when I like, especially when I know I've caught all the Pokemon in that area, I have zero reason to be there again. No. Here is the real Pokemon problem. You, I know you haven't gotten here, but once again, this is just a redo of a game that's 10 years old. When you get down into the icy part of Shoal Cave, right? I won't and get there. I'm there gonna be, I'm is be real here. the TM. You're, you're going to get there because you're going to have to get there. <laughs> there is the TM for Hale, and it's sitting right there between two of those ledges that you have to jump down. So you have to jump down one and pick it up, and then you jump down the other one to get out. And you're just standing there right on the edge, and you're like, oh, I'm going to go pick up that TM. Walk, walk, walk. Oops, I fell off the side. And you've got to do that freaking ice sliding puzzle all over again. That is when you truly hate your life. appreciate the sneak. No, you just hate your life. It's like this is that's a real Pokemon problem right there is accidentally falling off a ledge or that one route between Lily Cove going back to Mauville Town on the way to the Berry Master, which I, I was completely wrong about berry farming. I love berry farming in Omega Ruby, especially is since it better? Get, it's pretty much the same, except you know, there's none of this crossbreeding or anything, but you still get to plant berries, water them, and watch them grow. Which but they're, is all all different, they're all in different places, though. Not when you get to the berry master's house. Oh, okay, okay. So there is a berry farm again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yes, yes, fields of berry. But, anyways, on, on that route, when you're heading from Lily Cove to Mauville, it's like if you accidentally fall off a ledge, there ain't no going back. They specifically advertise that one as this is a one way route. Uh-huh, screw you. <laughs> and I can't use fly yet problems. because my uh, Larvesta hasn't evolved to uh, to Volcarona, and that won't happen until he's level 59, so I will be majorly into post-game before I'll ever be able to use fly. 
Hashtag real Pokemon problems. Well, yeah. Well, I don't. Uh, so, be very forward that I am not enjoying auras at all, and I'll get to that in a second. But, uh, Will, what are your overall thoughts so far of auras? Are you enjoying it? Or are you not? Is it meh? I'm. I'm hoping that everybody's excitement about the post game validates going through and playing a game I played two years ago all over again. I mean, the story is, it's just not that good. Maxi, dude, just kick my ass. Stop bragging about it and just do it, right? It, he's, he's so lame. He's such a, <laughs> such a lame villain. And, and uh, the, uh, it's, to me, it's also, it's like a lot of, like, I can compare it to like how Black and White 2 was compared to Black and White. There are a lot of like clean features and things that I enjoyed in Black and White. And then they like glomped on all this additional crap in Black and White 2. And it's like there were a lot of clean, nice features that they added in in X and Y, which made it cool. And now they have all that, but then they've got all the navs that you have to add in and switch between. And like you have to dig down into deep root menus to turn on the internet and you have to wait half an hour for that to load. No, thank you. See, but our biggest gripe was, and I'm going to preface this by saying that I am actually, for the most part, enjoying Ruby and Sapphire. Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, and we can get into that more later. But our biggest gripe was that we felt like they took away a lot of the features that were new in X and Y. It's not like they they added clunky things to it. I mean, there are definitely clunky mechanics that they added to it. I mean, you guys were complaining about the customization, but I'm a white dude, so I don't care. I already (laughs) get what I want. I mean, he already looks like me, so it's fine. I would have customized him to look just like that, so that's not a problem. <laughs> but I will, say, I will say one thing that has made it, uh, and, and I have been playing quite a bit over the past week that I've been ill at my mother's house. Um, I made the decision this time to not limit myself to like the team that you should be able to play in Hoenn. So my team is like, Two Unova Pokemon, two uh, X and Y Pokemon, and then two Kanto Pokemon, or something weird like that. It's it's so I like I really like the team that I have. Yeah, I think that's a little more I think that's some of my me. problem. And I thought when when I was going to play, I was like, oh, maybe I'll transfer in like an Esper or something, so I could have a Psychic Pokemon on my team and uh, have a Pokemon I like. I do like Trico a lot. And I do like, um, what's that sparrow bird you catch? I can't remember his name. Tao? 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 Tao, yeah. I like him. This is the first time I've used him a lot. I actually think mine's a girl. Uh, but it's it it sucks going to a route, especially early on. And this is, this is a problem with all Pokemon games, except for the last one, and finding Pokemon that you're not really into. And I think that's why I liked X and Y a lot, is because all... Those Pokemon were new, not all of them, but most of them were new, and that was the, like the original Black and White, and so they were exciting to use. And I'm just sick of seeing Zigzagoons and Wurmples and Whimsers. Well, also, right, and like, Geodudes. Me, it seems to me in Hoenn that the trainers, like, or the people you're fighting against, all use the same Pokemon yep. like, all the time. How many Puchainas and, and Maidainas have to die to satisfy my bloodlust, <laughs> right? It's like, because it's all they have. 
and uh, yeah, and it was it's just like little things like Roxanne uses a Geodude, and it's like Brock used a Geodude. Why are you using the same? You're a Rock Gym type leader. There are two of you. I get that. You're in different regions. There are so many Rock Pokemon. Pick a different one. Oh my god. I I almost think that it would have been neat to see them do. And I know that they they're they're sticking with, you know the the kind of X and Y plot where Mega Evolution becomes this thing that they're like, look, it's a thing, and here you go, and it's part of the plot, and you find it later. But I almost think it would have been more interesting if, and it would have spiced up the the gym run, if, <clears throat> pardon, each gym leader had a Pokemon that Mega evolved, and you had Mega Evolution kind of like. Maybe from not necessarily from the get, but like I don't know earlier because one of the the biggest things that's always been fun for for me at least for gym trainer like gym leader runs is seeing their like top tier Pokemon in their team, and it's always something like kind of new and exciting. And when you're looking at the same Pokemon that you've been seeing for so many years, it's that that kind of like excitement is no longer there. Yeah. And we talked a lot about like the gym leader, the, the uh, gym badge mechanics and how that's kind of like become an afterthought at this point. Yeah. But well, I think the, the best thing this game could have done, especially to keep my interest and to keep other people's interest is to not come out a year after X and Y. And now we're yeah. stuck in this rut where, oh, this is a, a piece of news that we didn't talk about, so we'll talk about it right now. Game Freak is uh, announcing a new game. Uh, this is a press release here. Game Freak, a Game Freak new game is almost ready to be announced to the world. What type of title the long-time Pokemon developers are planning to make is still unknown, whether it's property of Nintendo or something completely different. Um, game Freak uh, said in its quote, we are doing a lot of things we are doing a lot of different things to respect our next project. So right now we are focusing on ready, getting ready to announce it. We sincerely hope from the bottom of our heart that it's worth checking out uh, once we get to that point. So this could be a couple different things. It could be a totally new game. It could be Pokemon Z or Pokemon Emerald 2 or something of the sort. We don't know what it is, but I feel That's like... That's a good transition because my question to you guys is, would you, being that you feel the way you do about or us being a year after X and Y would you have felt differently or would you have been more excited to have like Pokemon Z with you know as, as in the same vein that they that they've done you know diamond pearl platinum ruby sapphire emerald I don't I don't think it would have been whatever game whether it was Auras or Pokemon Z or something else I think to me it was being a year apart and being burnt out. I look back and I was super excited for what got me back into Pokemon was the remake of HeartGold SoulSilver. And I loved it. That was such a Pokemon high for being out of Pokemon for several years. That, And that's when I started recording and that piggybacked right into Black and White, which was all new Pokemon. And looking back several years ago when Black and White came out, it wasn't actually that good of a game. It was fine. Take that back. It was okay. Like, like it wasn't better than Heart Gold Soul Silver. 
Heart Gold Soul Silver was so full of it had sixteen gyms, two regions. Yes, it was a remake. It had Pokemon that followed you. It was there's so much to do in that game, and I know people say post game, post game, and whatever. That's fine. Everyone has their own style. Yeah, I I understand what you're saying. And even post game and Heart Gold Soul Silver was another eight gym badges like yeah it was i, I mean something it's to hard do. to hold a candle to gold and silver though because there was so much in gold and silver right but we haven't and gotten i feel like since. at least those were the strongest games in the series so we get so black and white if i'm not mistaken was a year after heart gold soul silver and so everyone rode that hype train it was great and then a year after that we got black and white too and that game was terrible it was bad it wasn't good it was the same old and again i'm sure black and white Two would have been better for me if they would have waited a year. And so I barely played Black and White 2. I got to Skyla, and that was after going back to it after several months of not playing, I got to Skyla. And that was okay with me because I loved X and Y. I played that game. I beat that game in like a week. And that was recording, so that's what took me so long is I had to stop to record, otherwise I would forget stuff. Um, and I beat that game in a week and I was very happy with it and I continued to play it after and I'm like when it comes to the game I just really like collecting now that I've I've been in the bat I've been in the competitive scene I've been in the battling scene I like collecting Pokemon and I love Pokemon Bank I was super happy that now I could keep all my Pokemon there and I think I I just got burnt out again so whether it would have been Auras or Z I feel like I would have been burned out, but in a year when they announce another Pokemon game, because they're on this year's schedule, I'm sure I'll be just as excited for it because I'm not playing that much of Auras, and it, I like don't want to finish it because I'm not enjoying it, but I'll, I'll play it for you guys to keep going with it in the story, but I, I've, I've played Ruby and Sapphire already, and it wasn't that memorable that time around. It's not that memorable this time around. Yeah, I I mean I can agree with that. I I know that there are a lot of people who really really wanted the remakes for Ruby and Sapphire, and those people aren't and vocal anymore. Let's be real here. Like there were so many people begging for that game, and when you look at Twitter, it's it's like they fell off the face of the earth. Like they were so happy they just exploded, <laughs> and they're not tweeting anymore. Like I don't understand. Like, well, they got what they wanted. I, but, I guess they got what they wanted, but when X and Y came out, and and no one can deny this, every single day I would see various Pokemon tweets, whether those were pictures of new Pokemon or where people were in progress. And when Auras came out, it was, it wasn't even on launch day. There were a lot of tweets. There was barely anything. And I don't know if that was because Smash Brothers came out on the same day, and I was seeing more Smash Brothers tweets. But like, well, I, and I th- I think we talked about this before. Maybe we didn't, but my feeling on. On Ruby and Sapphire was that what like I have been a player that's been consistently playing like there's not one that I missed on launch, and so I was around for the time of Ruby and Sapphire and Emerald at launch, and I feel like when I, I was seeing a lot of people talking about wanting remakes of Ruby and Sapphire, a lot of times there were people within those threads that were saying like it, sometimes it felt like majority were saying that they wanted them because they never got to experience them. And there were a few times where, and you know, we were just talking about this a little bit. There are a few times where there were people saying that they never experienced them because they fell out of Pokemon because that for like the starting point for Pokemon, like red and blue, that period was kind of like the high school period for a lot of people. And I think a lot of people kind of gave up at that point. We're like, oh, Pokemon's not that cool anymore. And 
I think that the people that wanted it then are like wanted it to experience it for the first time. They're getting a good experience, but people like me, like when I played it, when it came out, it was nothing super impressive to me. Like it definitely was cool to have a new Pokemon game as it always is for me, but it wasn't anything that was like above and beyond in my opinion. I, it just, it kind of faded into a distant memory. Like I never really played Ruby and Sapphire or Emerald multiple times the way I did gold or silver or red and blue or, you know, even diamond and pearl. Like, so having it now, like it's nice having it now. It's nice having the new, like the remakes of it, but it's remakes to me, at least of, games that I didn't really feel like needed a remake. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's an easy thing for them to do, right? The, the, the landscapes already laid out. The trainers are all in place. Their Pokemon are already picked. The dialogues already written. Yeah. I mean, it's the same X, Y engine. I mean, that, that was like, I think what was really disappointing for me was it's almost, and I've had this thought multiple times. It's like, they almost did this one as the discount version because they didn't have to pay to pay any writers to rescript any portions of it, right? But now you're even yeah, you're right. They all and then they just had to reuse the XY engine, so there was no engine development. Uh, like, but my hope, my sincere hope, when from when they announced that they were going to be returning to the Hoenn region, was that it would be a different story. It would be a different story that takes place in Hoenn. Which, you know, they could have still used the same maps and everything like that, mm-hmm. but they could have told a different story. And yep. they didn't even bother to do that much. Yep. It's frustrating because you can't introduce them. I mean, they do to an extent, but definitely. To a minimal I mean, extent. You don't yeah. have to wait until you're in Pacific Log Town to come across <laughs> Latias and Latios. No, they just come right up to you. Oh, wait, you guys haven't gotten that far. No, I, I got that far. <laughs> I got that far about 10 years ago. I kind of was um, a little, I don't know, I felt kind of disappointed. That. I mean, it was cool to, to just have it, but I mean, those it was kind just of like, why just, just give it to right me? In your pot. Not even jump right in. Oh, my right. Lord. Oh, my Lord. Get rid of, which Pokemon do you have that you want to get rid of so Latios can join your party? How's <laughs> about none of them? Because I'm the minute I can put Latios in a box, he's going in a box. <laughs> So, uh, so, so we've we've gotten flack, uh, me specifically for for being negative about Pokemon games, and I want I want to address that because I think between the three of us, we are huge Pokemon fans, and just because we don't like the games does not mean we don't like Pokemon. I mean, for for Will and I, for me to speak for Will and myself, we were huge into the card game, and a lot of those people don't like the video game. That doesn't mean that they're not Pokemon fans or huge Pokemon fans. Uh, that goes with the anime. That goes with collecting plushes. So, yes, I don't like auras. I hated Black and White too, But uh, that is complete polar opposite to me loving HeartGold, SoulSilver, and me loving X and Y. Black and White, mediocre. But the reason we complain and the reason I specifically complain is because I want Pokemon to be better and we're at a point now where we're getting we got the same game we got 10 years ago and that's unacceptable. Like yes, you made it with an engine, but I don't know how much longer I can do 8 gyms in a row 
when it's it's nothing like it is just get to point a and get to point b and hope that there's a good enough end game and so if game freaks announcement is something great awesome but if it's you know pokemon z i don't know if that's going to be enough to rock the boat into me going him and haw about it well yeah and, and I, just to add, add on to that we are pokemon fans and we're allowed to be disappointed that that is perfectly acceptable. Yeah, I when we talked about the, when Steve and I talked about this the last time, the, the the phrase that I used was it's hard to be so close to something and not be critical of it. Like to be so involved in something that it takes over a portion of your life. Like even if it's just that it's you claim it as your favorite game of all time, like that takes it's it's taken over your life to some degree, and it's hard to have something have that effect on you and not be critical of it because you want to see it be the best that it is. And if it does something to disappoint you, then why wouldn't you be vocal about it? I guess. Right. Like my, mm-hmm. like the, the best thing I got for Christmas was, uh, the Pikachu snowman plush. I was like, Oh my God, this is so cool. There's a freaking plush. I will set on my desk. But man, I love it. It's sweet. It's Pikachu in a snowman. Does it have a bucket on its head? Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, maybe it has like a little fez, yeah, actually. Uh, yeah, remember it was the fez and yeah, the, yeah. we yeah, got called si- out, it sister, was buckets. Yeah, my sister got me it for Christmas and it was, it's, it's freaking awesome. It's really cool. Where was I going with that? Oh, yeah. So uh, what I suggest to you guys is um, Polygon, uh, their video game review site, kind of like Joystick or, in, or not Engadget, uh, Giant Bomb or whatever, you check video game news if you don't. Anyways, there's a podcast called Quality Control by Polygon. And what they do is they spend about 20 minutes and they talk about new games when they come out. And there is one on Auras. And it's it's really interesting because the the interviewee, the person asking the questions, doesn't like Pokemon at all. Doesn't really play. I think the only Pokemon game he played was Red and Blue. And the person answering the questions, the person who reviewed Pokemon, is a Pokemon fan, played them all, all all of them, and his viewpoints on on Auras kind of hit mine spot on. Brian says, for several years now, Pokemon games are released on an annual schedule, but I rarely hear this brought up as much as I do for other games like Call of Duty and Assassin's Creed. Do you think the frequency of Pokemon releases has undermined innovation in the series? I don't, I mean, I don't know if it's, it's frequency as much as it's just like i i i'll be frank with you i have no idea why they aren't experimenting at all with this franchise and when they do it's it's always like these spin-off you know off off brand things which are typically not super great so i don't know maybe it's maybe there's a reason they got it it right once and they just want to keep going to the well right it's i think they have this fear that like if they if you don't go for the eight gym badges and you don't go for the elite four it's not a Pokemon game. Like, to them, that is what a Pokemon game is. Um, when really, like, I don't know, I did a um, I did a piece earlier this year, a feature on uh, uh, hacked Pokemon ROMs, where people basically made their own homebrewed Pokemon games. And a lot of the stuff that they were doing was actually really bizarre and really clever, like a, a zombie apocalypse Pokemon game uh, and, and stuff like that. And obviously, like, Nintendo would never do anything like that, but I mean, it is interesting to see these this this a basic functionality of catching and training and and these deep role playing game systems being used in some other format other than 
this shit that we've been doing for 16 years because at the end of the day, in every Pokemon game since those original ones, the story and the the critical path of these games is almost always the worst part. And it's it's crazy because it seems like the thing that would be easiest to address. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I have no idea. It's be, It's beyond the pale. We're to the point where if you're a Pokemon fan, how are you okay with just doing eight gyms over and over and the, the gyms aren't challenging and they do a little bit of a puzzle and there's some kind of end game and we're at the point where we're just playing the same game every year and now it's every year because for the last four or five years now we've gotten a game every year and it's almost like they're not special anymore they're just pumping them out like call of duties or like madden and when I think about that, I don't want Pokemon to be like Call of Duty or Madden. No, I don't no, want that I agree. at all. But Call of Duty players and Madden players are totally okay with minor changes every single year. And that's what we've been getting with Pokemon. And that is unacceptable. And that is why I dislike Auras. And that's, that's kind of where I stand on it. So I'll tell you one thing that's positive. One, one thing to look forward and be hopeful for. I'm pretty sure my prediction for whatever new game they announce, it's most likely going to be set in like a region that is next to Kalos. So it's kind of kind of be like uh, Gold and Silver in that it's like the next region over and may have some interaction with Kalos. Um, and my hope would be that it's going to be a Pokemon Ranger extension because i love playing (laughs) i like drawing circles i actually really enjoyed the ranger games too i thought they were really good and maybe it was just out of like the need for something that was different but but listen listen can you imagine if they do like one pokemon main series game alternating every other year with a pokemon ranger game would that not make things that much better than people who don't like Pokemon Ranger, you know, every other year or they, every two years they get a new Pokemon Pokemon game. But then there's a two year break between them and people who like just love playing Pokemon anything will get a new game every year. But it's not like eight gyms, right? Every year, you know, one year you get Pokemon Ranger, you draw circles for half an hour trying to win the friendship of a Pokemon. The next year you do your eight gyms. And this is another thing that I've said to multiple people that I've talked to about this but I almost would just be happy if like I don't know that it's necessarily that it's eight gyms over and over I almost would just be happy if they made the eight gyms something memorable again like the the gym battles used to be like getting a gym badge used to be the big thing in the Pokemon games and it's now it's become all these like stories of somebody's trying to take over the world and like I mean it's it's always been that to a degree but that's become the foreground plot and the gym badges and the gym trainers have become like a background plot that's like not really necessary except to push the story along I want to see like something that spices that up like make them an event like make it memorable if I had eight gyms that I had to go through, that's, that would be I would be perfectly fine Give with that. Give me like as ten gyms. Like, Give me some variety. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, spice it up a little bit. But I I think that's a that's a great idea to return to that same principle of gold and silver, where you get some level of a remake, and that you see, you know, previous gym leaders, and you see previous areas and stuff like that. Um, but you also get 
an entirely new area ahead of that. Like, that would be great. I wouldn't mind going back to Kalos. It's almost like the video games are like the TV show where they know these eight gyms work and we're going to tie in some story that, frankly, I don't care about. When I play Pokemon, I play that as myself going through on my journey. I don't need no story about world domination. In Red and Blue, that was fine with Team Rocket, you know, interfering. But once you were done with that, you moved on. Yeah, and it was always, in Red and Blue especially, it was such a such a background element. Like, Team Rocket was not the... I mean, and you're never gonna you're never gonna get a Pokemon game with the, the main point of Giovanni being the eighth gym leader. That was right. That was so cool, and that will always be cool. The main point, though, was to be the champion yep. and to get the badges and fight your way to the top and be the best. And now it's it's less about being the best and more about like saving the world. And I don't know. It's it doesn't do it for me. It spiced it up from the repetition of just doing like having the plot just be being the best but now it's to a point where it's kind of stagnated again yeah on uh on the plus side of everything on january 1st pokemon omega ruby and alpha sapphire pinball is coming to the virtual console and those that game is a phenomenal pinball game if you like pinball pinball games though if you like pinball, yeah. Ah, yeah, I believe it's... Good stuff. Uh, January 1st, so in like two days. Two, three days, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a phenomenal pinball game. Uh, that's all we got. Uh, that's all we got for that. So instead of, uh, instead of doing Pokemon of the Week, I thought we'd spice it up. And do Pokemon Center Item of the Week. Because I want because I forget all the time that Pokemon Center exists, and I don't want it to go away. It went away. We had it for we had it for several years, and then they closed down, and they just reopened it this year. And I don't want it to go away again because I like being able to buy a plush on demand. And there's some pretty sweet stuff on there. Yeah, there is some sweet stuff. So the Pokemon item of the week for today is the Fall Fennekin coffee mug. It is your ceramic 1.3 pound coffee mug. It holds 12 ounces of liquid. I don't know what that is in Canadian terms, but 12 ounces of American liquid. It is American liquid. Microwave safe. Specifically. But not dishwasher safe. You got to hand wash this. It is a white mug with an orange inside. Has fennekin on it with some little fire leaves. It is $14.95. Usually ships in 24 hours. Three reviews, all five stars. Let's read the reviews. <laughs> hey, that's a cute mug. I know it's, it's really adorable. Sweet. It's it's, it's probably one I of like the best it a lot. Right probably it's cuter the- than the Winkin' Pikachu mug. Oh, sweet! One of those reviews is from Appleton, Wisconsin. I know where that is. All right, it's uh, uh, north of Oshkosh, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's a what? What is it, Mike? About three hours away from us? Four hours? Uh, about two hours. Two hours. Uh, speedy delivery. The package came snugly, sn- came snugly secure in a box with cardboard-like packing. Conforming to keep the cup safe inside of a larger box with shipping filler. Cup was in perfect condition when it... Read complete review. Oh god, this review is huge! When it arrived, the mug itself is a nice thick cup, but not too heavy. 
I've already used it once and it just fit perfect in my hands. Either using the handle or with one hand, or cupped with both hands. It warmed up just enough to keep my hands cozy with hot chocolate inside. But it didn't get hot like some of those other mugs do. The design really sold me. The moment I saw it online, I had to have it. What you can't see in the design is it's very vinyl applique. Applique. Ooh, French. Which looks nicer than the photo seems to have had coating over it to keep it secure on the mug. The pure creamy white, ooh, that's a good color, creamy white, is also more like a dusted light sand with a small specks every so often. I am in love with, love with this mug, and it is a great addition to any Pokemon or Fox Lovers collection. I like that they clarify at the end. You don't have to just be a Pokemon fan right. for this. You could just, I mean... If you like foxes, this is also the mug for you. That's a pretty solid review, though, overall. I mean, this is very specific about the mm-hmm. hand, like holding it with your hands. And I don't think the next two reviews different positions. Uh, so cute by uh, Angela, the collector in quotes. Got it as a Christmas gift, and I love it. It's well made, thick ceramic, so it isn't easily breakable, and it is microwave safe. My new favorite mug. I don't know, Angela. You didn't drop it, so you can't verify. Uh, love it by Dora K. As always, great quality and wonderful for my collection. It came fast and in great condition. I've not been disappointed with anything I've gotten here. The perfect gift for any Pokemon collector. There you go. PokemonCenter.com. If Follow. you look under features, it says Fennekin brings the fire. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> That's the, actually the only feature the only of this feature. mark is Fennekin brings the fire. That's perfect. Uh, I did get the Mewtwo tumbler. See, because the, the inside is red and you put hot beverages in it. That's that makes uh, sense orange, Micah. That's orange. Uh, well, I mean... I actually don't like the Pikachu big face mug. I think it's a uh-uh. little, I think it's a little corny. I think it's a little creepy. Yeah, it would match my DS though. So that is true. I think There's the that. Pikachu mug white is more classy. I do like that. Yes. Can we talk for a minute about more the ounces of American liquid? Can we talk about the grand opening tumbler with uh, the uh, postman Pikachu on it? Is that a thing? Is, See, I do. Oh, that's I, real. I can't recommend the tumbler because my tumbler was not i had i got the mewtwo tumbler 1995 guys and the seal was not airtight so liquid got in between the two acrylic pieces oh yep i cannot recommend the tumblers no bueno yeah that's that's no good but those three reviews really sold me on the fall fennekin coffee mug the only problem with it is it's not chest pin. Yeah, I noticed there was no chest pin or uh They may be coming. Or there are uh, seasons. What's that other Pokemon? Ashwat? Froki. Froki. <laughs> Nobody wants to drink out of a frog mug. So that this, doesn't ever is have to What? The mug? This yeah. Yeah, the Fennekin mug's one of the newest ones. Also the uh, mega Pokemon. Why is it a fall item? Uh I, in the winter. I, I would assume that production was late. Because hmm. the whatever it is, it's adorable. Because the other, the Charizard and the Pikachu tumbler weren't ready on on launch. I don't think they came a couple weeks after the Mewtwo tumbler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, their shirts are extremely overpriced. I would not pay twenty five dollars for a shirt. Just putting that out there. There is, if you look at home and decor, there's a there's a, like a banner at the top of that that has a picture with a black mug that. Looks really awesome, but yeah, yeah, we're in the that, store. 
No, it's sold out. Yeah, if you if you look in some of the the featured pictures, you'll see items that aren't listed. And I've seen some of them come and go, so I don't yeah, I don't know if they're sold out or whatnot. Yeah, they do rotate what's yeah. available. So you're supposed to check back every week. Is it is it a weekly thing for sure? I don't know if they update it on a certain day. Well, I mean, it's Christmas time. A lot of people take off. So who knows who's in at work and updating the site. Yeah. So uh, we'll try to do, uh, on top of Pokemon of the Week, we'll try to do uh, Pokemon Center item of the week because there's there's enough items to at least do 52 weeks worth of stuff. Uh, but that, that Fall Fennekin mug is where it's at. Well, I think... See if there was any question about how big of Pokemon fans we are. We did <laughs> just spend about five solid minutes talking about a Fennekin mug. <laughs> It's a and nice how, mug. how awesome it is. It is a nice mug. Uh, do you guys have anything else? Uh, this is a long show for you guys, so I, I hope you like it. Not a long show for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I hope you guys like it. Um, please uh, provide feedback at PokemonPodcast.com if you liked uh, if you like the item of the week, or if you're missing something, if you're if you're missing Travis, we already know we don't we don't need to hear that. Uh, yeah, don't send us your Travis love. We'll just send you hate instead. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, sitting here nodding. <laughs> poor, poor Travis. Uh, Micah, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at Micah the Brave, M-I-C-A-H, the Brave. And I also stream games on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Micah the Brave. I am on a hiatus right now, though, as I have acquired some new equipment, and I'm trying to get it all to work properly, and it's a challenge. So within the next week, I should be back up and running. Cool, cool. Will, where can they find you? Uh, uh, I guess on Twitter, uh, Wash in the Sink, W-A-S-H-I-N-T-H-E-S-I-N-K. Um, I mean, that's fine. Don't don't come looking for me. There's just not much going on there. It's worth it. It's worth Go it. Go find him. Um, you can uh, follow me on Twitter at dragging a lake. Uh, I'm also using a new microphone, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show. Uh, that was part of the Kickstarter thing was to get new mics and new equipment. So I uh, would love your feedback if you think I sound better or worse. Probably worse. Uh, but uh, if you noticed the quality was a little bit different, uh, please let us know. And uh, if this microphone is the one, we will uh, provide Will and Travis and others that frequently appear on the show the same equipment so they can sound better as well. Uh, you can also follow uh, Pokemon Podcast on Twitter, at Pokemon Podcast. You can like us on, you can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash pkmncast. Uh, we are on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Scatter Radio, uh, PokemonPodcast.com you can listen to us directly on there uh, as well as however I think we're in the Windows store somewhere somebody showed me a picture of us being there uh, so if you use a Windows phone I'm sure you can find us there uh, or if you're listening to us some other way you've obviously found us so uh, thank you for listening um, we will be back uh, probably not the first two weeks of January, we're going to get this equipment thing settled off. I'm going to finish my office, so sound quality is a little bit better, not as echoey, and uh, get the crew back together uh, to get you a regular Pokemon podcast episodes. So uh, uh, probably about two weeks for our next episode. Uh, but uh, thank you all for listening. 
if you haven't done so, please leave us a review in iTunes. Uh, but this has been an, oh, even if you don't listen to us on iTunes, leave us a review there because that's how people find us in iTunes and stuff. Uh, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are Yokai Watchers. Super Oh, dang. <laughs> Yep, yokai watchers. Yokai watchers. I mean, I'm all right with those cats, but the the, the other things, no boy, no. The grandma <laughs> ghosty. Yeah, you no. you the you samurai beetle, man. No, no, not doing it for me. I'm sold on the samurai beetle. <laughs> <laughs>